You don't want a relationship, you, you want, want a sex doll. doll. Oh my god. You can go online and order one. Oh, We could be Abba and a Betsy Betsy Anna. Yes. <laughs> Anna Betsy Betsy Anna. Um, so welcome to episode 4.2 of oh, Hometown Murders. Murders. I was like, how? Nope. How? <laughs> not how not to die, but this podcast is how not to how die. How not to die. Oh, we forgot to introduce ourselves last time, so let's do it this time, just in oh, case people yeah. forgot who we are. I'm Anna. I'm Betsy. And we're amazing. That's all you need to know. Okay. Pretty much. So, we're doing Hometown Murders, and I just moved to Hastings, Michigan. Whoop, whoop! You now live an hour away from me, and I'm a little salty. I'm sorry! Fine. It was only supposed to be 45 minutes, and then we actually drove it, and it was like an hour. Mm-hmm. But it's so perfect. It is perfect. And I'm still coming in to see you. I know. And you can come see me. Yes. You know yes. you love me. I love you very much. Thank you. Um, so Hastings, actually, I want to cover on another episode as well, because there's a national, I think it's a national park? Yeah, I think it's a national park. Fancy! Called, uh, Yankee Springs. Okay. And, um, it has had a lot of cult. We love Activity, cults. and there is a guy called, uh, there's a person called Naked Man. Which is a, literally a naked man who goes through the woods, and he, if you, if you see him with his, uh, like, if you're in your vehicle, and you see him, your vehicle will stop running until what? he leaves, and he's followed by cats. And this is in Hastings? Yeah. I want to go on the hunt for naked man. We actually have a YouTube series I'll show you later. <gasps> we did a little bit, but then we stopped because it was too creepy. Like, literally, we went, oh my gosh. Okay, this is a side note, but literally, um, we found out about that kind of like urban legend, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, let's go figure it out. So we interviewed, or Emma interviewed a couple locals, and they got way darker than we thought. Like, babies being born in like shitty conditions and then being sacrificed. I mean, who knows if it's true or not? What but the it fuck? Really, really dark. And um, but they were like interviewing real people. And so then we went to this one abandoned building covered in spray paint. Um, and some of the spray paint was uh, satanic symbols. And you could literally feel an energy shift when you stepped inside of the building. Like, Ooh. I felt like totally like different. It was weird. And then, so we went there during the day and we kind of checked it out. And um, I found an Enya CD, so I, or a, a cassette tape. So I felt very loved. And then we came back at night another day and someone had tied a noose around like it was either like a chicken or a doll or something and they had hung it in the middle of the room pitch we're doing this pitch black i stayed in the car i was like no um and we heard because they were like oh let's go see and they're like oh my gosh look at this and then like christian's younger sister started crying and everyone started freaking out and we're like what is that you know we're looking at it and then we hear um, something jumped down and start walking towards us. What the f- So Anna, we ran and we got in the car and we drove away. I, I know, I don't know how I haven't told you about this, but it was like the this scariest is like a thing I've ever. Real life horror. Oh, yeah. Movie. 
No. Like, that was the start of a serial killer movie yeah. with all the dumb kids who were like, let's yeah, we go were, check this we were out. The dumb, we were the dumb kids. We were for sure oh my the dumb God. kids. But yeah, I'll have to show you the YouTube series, because like a, we never finished it because it was too creepy to continue. We were like, no, we're not messing with this. Is it anymore. on YouTube, though? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna watch that. I'll put the link in the show notes, too. Oh my God. anyone wants to see it, but... That is terrifying. It, 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 it was... The mo- like, well, what was terrifying, too, is my per... Like, I don't usually have strong gut reactions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pretty turbulent person, so it's like, should I? Shouldn't I? Is this right? Is this wrong? Da-da-da. But that was one of the points in my life where, specifically, I was like, no. I'm like, I'm not getting out of this car. I'm not... Like, you know, when I walked in the building, it was, like, dread just, like, pouring, like, a bucket over See, my head. See, I'm terrified of the dark, so dark buildings scare me. Yeah, like I, I didn't now. go in the in the dark. I was like, I'm in the car. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to watch you from the car. What if you saw something from inside... What if you watched people get murdered inside the building from the car, and then you were just, like, trapped inside Legitimately, I could have seen that happening. Oh, my gosh. Because this we were, was like, in out- Hastings? Yeah. Wow, I'm never coming back to Hastings. (laughs) But on the same side, I want you to show me where this building is. I'll have to find it, yeah. I'll ask Emma and Christian. They know where it is. I want to, I want to go, but also like... I want to go. I don't want to be that person, but also I want to go, but I I also don't want to be murdered, but also... I want to see. If you go during the day, it should be fine. You go to people during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now that we did that, uh, back to our topic of uh, hometown murders. Um, So I'm doing a murder that happened in Hastings back in 1987. Are you ready for this? Excuse me. Yes, I am. That was 10 years before I was born. Oh, it was. Mm -hmm. I'm a baby. It was nine years before I was born. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized I'm the older person in this podcast. It's okay, I'm a mom. That automatically makes me, like, ten years older Oh, true. Than yeah, you oldie. That, like, completely ages. My uterus is dead. <laughs> My vagina has seen its better day. At least yours doesn't have cobwebs in it. Yeah. <laughs> even, though, even though I didn't... I had a C-section. True. I'm getting a but, C-section no matter what. Whoop. I'm just scheduling it. I'm getting it done. Do it. Do it. Do I'm, it. Do I'm, it. I'm just like, no, just I'm not. Just know you're going to have a long recovery afterwards. I'm okay with that. I and do that, not want my, I do not want to sit in agony for 48 hours, tearing out my freaking vagina. Some people, so from what I basically found out was that most people, once it comes to actual pushing... People usually only push for a maximum of, like, three hours. Being in labor could be forever, but the actual, once you start pushing, it's not that only long. Only three hours? That's like saying, but oh, it doesn't, only have It to- doesn't feel that long, though, Anna, because I pushed for five, uh-huh. and I remember thinking, it's been five hours? Really? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's because people are constantly coming in and out of your room, because there will just be a nurse there while mm-hmm. you're pushing. And then once you actually, like, once the head comes out and you are really giving birth, a ton of people come into the room to watch it and document it. What? A bunch of, like, doctors in training, like, interns and shit. Ew! 
yeah. I hate that. But you don't even, like, I, by the time I was done pushing for five hours, I couldn't give a fuck who saw me naked. Like, I didn't care. And then in a C-section, there's, like, at least ten people in the room. Well, that's not, that's different because you're all, I don't like it, the idea of spectators coming in Mm. and watching my vagina. Like any other procedure, you know, that's not around my nether regions. It's not even your vagina when you're giving birth. But it is. It's your vagina, but it's like, it's not your vagina. Like. I just don't want people to see my coochie. My coochie's my coochie. They're not even going to be looking at your coochie. They're going to be looking at the baby being born. And Haven't they seen the that before? And... Don't the kids have YouTube for that? I've YouTubed a baby's birth, actually. Yeah? It's actually very fascinating, because, like, I don't know if you've ever watched one. I haven't watched a live birth, but I saw pictures of my sisters. <clears throat> so. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, no, literally, it was, like... Here, like, th- this is, like, the vagina, mm-hmm. and it, like, went, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, like, dropped, like, it was weird, because it, like, dropped, like, stretched down, mm-hmm. and then went over the baby's head. It's really funny, because I had the tiniest, tiniest bit of stretching, uh-huh. just because she was so low, uh-huh. but not enough that anything actually tore. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. And then when they took her out, they had to, like, they had to dig down, way down in there. Wow. To bring her back up. Because mm. she was lodged in my pelvis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Crotch goblin. Crotch goblin. Yep. <laughs> Crotch goblin. Okay, anyway, back to my mind. <laughs> Jeez. So, in 1987, um, there was an, a house being built in Hastings, and the foundation was already poured and whatever. And then, suddenly, two bodies were found in the dirt, in the housing area that was being built. And the poor people who had just bought the thing, the, the house, they were like, we're victims, too. We, right. we can't build our house here now because people died, here, you know, are dead here. Yeah. So the bodies found were bodies of Mary Moyhan, who was uh, 78, and Dorothy Perkins, who was 70. They were sisters, and they had been missing for 12 days. So the bodies were not in the greatest condition. So not only were they found 12 days after they were missing, um, the bodies looked like that they were tortured. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 not old ladies. Yeah. So, one woman um, was badly beaten, and the other had duct tape over her face. Oh. So, and the coroner had said that the first woman had died from the beating, and the second woman had died from asphyxiation. What's asphyxiation? Suffocation, basically. Oh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, um, both bodies' heads were covered in plastic, in a plastic bag, each plastic bag for each. Okay. And they were, um, covered in kerosene. But they weren't burned? No. They were just covered in kerosene. So, like, there was a plan and then it went just, yeah, the other happen. way. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so the police went through, um, uh, 
Mary's house. That's the main, you know, woman. Mm -hmm. Mary's house. And they didn't really find a lot of things, but then they had found paperwork that actually connected these people back to the plot of land. And how the connection worked is the contractor who had started building that house had also built Mary's house a couple years earlier. Okay. Okay. So they were like, okay, well, th- there's some sort of connection here. So they br- they arrested um, a guy, um, or the contractor. His name was um, Keith Prong. And I wanted to just really quick quote from a newspaper article because I thought it was really interesting. And then I'll, I'll put the link to this in the show notes. Prong was arrested Tuesday night at the neat white frame and brick bungalow where he lives with his wife, Vanessa, and their four children. Prong, who has no previous police record and is considered a good businessman, did do the killings. Local business people are baffled at why. Just a little bit before the murders had happened, Keith had filed for bankruptcy with his construction business. And he had also complained to um, someone who he shared an office building with that people weren't paying him back for projects. Oh, no. I see where this is going. I guess he had also interested in going into a business that had something to do with, like, moving sand to build seawalls along Lake Michigan. So he had, like, another business in mind or whatever, but he had just filed bankruptcy on his one business. What's interesting, though, is that you would think, oh, well, this must mean that Mary owed him money, Mm-hmm. And that's why he killed her. Mm-hmm. It's actually the opposite. Keith had borrowed money from Mary. What? Yeah. Okay. So so he's arrested, and then his lawyer comes to the judge. He's like, oh, this guy is... This guy wants to offer a plea deal for in, in exchange for a confession, and we want to have the plea be from going from first-degree murder to second-degree murder. Now, basically what that means is, like, first-degree murder, from my understanding, is, like, you get life in prison pretty much just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> second-degree murder, you can get life, but it's more likely you just get a lot of years in prison. Mm-hmm. So... With the possibility of parole, probably. Um... Maybe. Because usually, this guy. life in prison... I think so, yeah. ...is, like... If first degree murder, usually it's life in prison with no possibility of parole. Yeah. Because it life in prison really doesn't mean anything if there's a possibility of parole, if the True, yeah. prisons get too full. Yeah. So I, I, well, I don't know. Yeah. The judge reluctantly accepted his plea deal. She had said the reason why she accepted his plea deal was because she thought the community deserved to hear why mm-hmm. and how. This tragedy happened. Keith admitted to the murders because he said he wanted to get it off his chest. So he's like, I just can't hold on to this any longer. I just have to get it off my chest. Just want to confess it to get it off my chest. This is a guy who has no previous criminal record. But just brutally murdered two women in their yes. 70s. Yes. He- That's like, okay, I'm sorry, but that whole attitude of like, I just want to get this off my chest... Not that That's you like something you feel... say if you like lie to someone or if you like have a deep confession to give that's not like murder. To me, that sounds like the guy who compliments a woman and then she says she has a boyfriend or won't have sex with him and then he wants to beat the shit out of her. Exactly. Or goes, Well, never mind, you're ugly. Like yeah. 
Okay, I don't give a fuck. And I don't give a fuck what you want to get off of your chest. You should fess up because you're guilty. He had gone into their house, pretty much under the guise of he was going to help her test her smoke alarms. So he was basically being a friendly neighbor dude. Test her? Okay. So he's basically like, oh, yeah, I'll help you test your smoke alarms, make sure that they're still working and whatever. You know, basically being like old country neighbor folk coming over to say hi. I also, sidebar, I found out that you're supposed to test your smoke alarms every six months. <laughs> I do not do that. <laughs> do you have a carbon monoxide detector? We do. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. That, yeah. That's okay. I haven't ever owned a place, so everything has always been taken care of for me. He came into the house, was like, oh, here, let me help you, older woman who I sold a house to. I'm a friendly neighbor. Mm-hmm. They went into her bedroom, mm-hmm. and he pulled out a pipe from his coat that he had been carrying with him and whacked her over the head. I'm sorry, but if you're going to kill someone, can you at least do the decency of just, like, shooting them in the head? Yeah. Like, kill shot right away? Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. He puts a bag over her head, and she somehow asphyxiates, like, suffocates. Probably wakes up and... Probably, but, like, maybe even not. Maybe I mean, she's probably not... Yeah, maybe. He called her sister into the room, and then he beat her to death. And this is a guy doesn't give a motive. Yes, Mary lent him money a long time ago, but he never brought it up as a motive. But Mary lent him money. Exactly. But, you know... He didn't torture them, even though it was very suspected that he did actually torture them. Beating is torture. Well, yeah. Well, and then also it was suspected that he did actually torture them before killing them because their fingers were broken. It, it, it doesn't I, make any sense. Before they died. That's what the coroner said. Their fingers were broken before they died. And he's like, well, I didn't torture them and I have no motive for killing them. What the fuck? So you just randomly walked into a house with a lead pipe and beat these women to death. Men don't understand why I don't go over to their house after just meeting them. This is why. Because people fucking die all of the time because people don't respect the life of other people. And mostly it's men not respecting women. Yeah, like, straight up, it bothers me so much that, like, even lesbian women can keep their hands off of other women. Exactly. It just proves the point that it's not sexuality that's the issue. It's violence that comes from men. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not women who rape men and women. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're a problem. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that on a majority, it's men... Well, no, and it's like, guys people. are constantly, like, something I've just had, like, this, this just, like, gives me another perfect example, like, why I don't go into guys' houses until I get to know them. I mean, like, even, like, with you, the girl grew up with the kid who murdered her. Literally grew up. She knew him. She had sex with him several times. And he turned around and choked her to death. When guys, because they're constantly, they're just like, come over to my apartment. Come over to my apartment. No, And thanks. I'm like, I don't feel safe. And then they act like it's a personal affront to them. And I'm like, no, have you seen the news? Have you you ever, like, seen anything like that? It's not smart. You wouldn't want your little sister doing this. Why would you want me to do it? I know a lot of guys who are really sweet about that. Like, they completely understand. Well, where are they? They're all married. Yeah, exactly. 
they're all taken. No, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm very salty. I'm, I'm just very tired of guys not understanding that I am terrified to go to their houses because mm -hmm. it literally could be life and death for me. You should just, okay, so like in your dating profile, this is mm -hmm. unsolicited advice. Yeah. You should just like straight up put in your bio, I will not come to your house because I do not want to be murdered. I, I might. Like just straight up honest. Like, yeah. Like, I would. That's what I would just be like. If yeah. you're interested, I would like to build something worthwhile, and that's yeah. not going to start by me coming to your house. Yeah, exactly. If I did, like... I don't like to because I'm I'm not a hookup girl because I it's not healthy for me personally. Mm -hmm. If that's what you like to do, that's your choice. But I know me and I know my emotions and I know my sexuality and I get way too attached way too quickly. Mm -hmm. Like one guy I went over to, I went on one date with him. We went over to his house, but I was infatuated with him. A week later, like he was, I, I got him out of my life because he was a jerk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to put myself through... One, the possibility of being raped. Two, the possibility of being murdered. Mm -hmm. Which, if I ended up dying, would literally kill probably half my family because half my family is, like, really emotional, you know? Mm -hmm. And Yeah, so this guy was basically, a, a, like, no reason, random violence, killed these women, didn't give a reason, said he didn't torture them, but there were signs that he did. And all this time, all I can think about is that my grandma, well, your mom is 70, my mm -hmm. grandma's 78. So your grandma, my mom. Like, those are the ages of these two women. Like, yeah. I was, like, almost crying while I was researching this. Because I can't handle that. I, I cannot imagine someone doing this to my grandmother. The fucker is in a mus uh, jail in Muskegon. Mm -hmm. And the earliest he can be released is 2036. But the latest would be 2060, which I hope is 2060 because that fucker just needs to stay in jail. Well, so if he is in till 2060 and then if he's up for getting let out and maybe he'll have enough like violations while in prison. Oh, yeah. Maybe that will prolong his sentence. But I think that's actually more for like parole. I but you just see his picture. Okay. <sighs> that... So it's not like, okay, so I worked in a barber shop for two years. Mm -hmm. If I saw this guy come in, he could either be a super sweet old white guy called Ken who tips me well and owns a car dealership. Mm -hmm. Or this guy is going to be the one coming in saying racial slurs and being kind of an overall dick and then tipping mm -hmm. me one dollar. Yeah. And then saying that the haircut wasn't even that much because I'm so thin on top. No, I get, I get very, like, I look at him and he creeps me out because one, he looks so familiar in a way where literally I could probably have three neighbors mm -hmm. on my street that look pretty much exactly like him. He's like an he's average. Like type of face. He's yeah. like an average 50 year old white suburban Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah. It's creepy to me how someone, I mean, and he had... From the outside, you know, and from the research I did, pretty much a basically normal life. Mm -hmm. He had a nice house, he had a wife, and he had four kids. And literally this guy, for no reason, went to an old woman's house and beat both of them to death. How many kids did he have? Four. Wow. Every person needs to take a very good hard look in the mm -hmm. mirror, knowing that there is evil in the world. Yeah. And knowing that it's not just your responsibility to not do evil, mm -hmm. it is also 
your responsibility to stop evil exactly. from happening. And, exactly. Yeah, and when you see it, to stand up to it. Mm-hmm. So this is How Not to Die, episode four, part two. I'm Betsy. I'm Anna. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast player. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at How Not to Die Pod or How Not to Die Podcast. Um, the podcast is the TikTok. The pod is the Instagram. Or if you go to the TikTok, our Instagram is linked. Oh, yeah, it is. There, so you can just go to our TikTok account mm-hmm. and click. And Betsy makes really good TikTok. She has a talent. And I'm not just saying that to market. <laughs> Like, I am bringing it up to market, but I'm saying it very genuinely that Betsy has a gift when it comes to TikTok. Well, thank so. you. They're very dorky. You would, you, would, you would miss out if you miss out on these. So. Thank anyway. you. All right, people. Try not to die. Yeah, please don't die. <laughs> right. We have problems. I have a problem. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.